Why, hello there. Welcome to Biblical Chili. Why don't you follow me and I'll find a place for you to take that load off. The boys are just about to start. If you've been here before, welcome back. But if this is your first time, let me fill you in on a few details. You see, we speak openly about the Bible and our daily walk with Christ. And it's our continuing prayer that everyone that walks through those doors grows a little closer to Jesus every day. And I tell you what, you came at a great time too. The boys are walking through the entire Bible from cover to cover, one story at a time. Speaking of stories, we'd love to hear yours. So why don't you tell us all about it in that box below called comments. And after this is all over, if you like what you heard, on the way out, there's a button called subscribe. It's red and it's got a little bell next to it. Oh, and tell your friends. Oh, 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 here we go. Here's a nice seat right up front for you. Now you sit down and get comfortable. And I'd like to sit here and talk to you and get to know you better, but that was the dough. I got to go. Those boys had better get the lead out and get going. This crowd seems restless. I'm coming, I'm coming. Order up. All right, today we are going to pick up where we left off with Isak. Uh, and today I have a couple people joining me. We have... Sully. This is Wayne. Us three are going to tackle a, a pretty good-sized story here. Chapter 25 in Genesis, uh, around 19 to the end of the chapter 25, and then we're going to continue uh, in chapter 27. It's about a couple of people, uh, twins to be precise. In chapter 25, what ends up happening is Rebecca ends up, basically she couldn't have a kid or, or she didn't have kids up to that point. Chapter 25, verse 20. Uh, Isaac was 40 years old when he took Rebekah, his wife, the daughter of Bethul, the Syrian of Padan Ephraim. Now Isaac pleaded with the Lord for his wife because she was barren. And the Lord granted his plea, and Rebekah, his wife, conceived. But the, but the children struggled together within her womb. And she said, if all is well, why am I like this? So the Lord went to inquire, or I'm sorry, so she went to inquire to the Lord, and the Lord told her this. Okay, there's two nations that are in your womb. Two people shall be separated from your body. One people shall be stranger than the other, and the older shall serve the younger. Now, why is that significant? Okay, time out. <laughs> <laughs> time out. It's not stranger. It's not stranger. It's stronger. Oh, come on. <laughs> yeah, I read that wrong. It's stronger. Yeah. Are, are you sure? I thought there was something wrong with that. I'm thinking they probably are. One probably is stranger than the other. But I think in my Bible, it says stronger. <laughs> so why is that significant, though, that last part? No, the last part. The older shall serve the younger. Well, normally it's the opposite. And we have the older being above the younger at least that's what it was in my family i don't know i was i was the oldest i was i was the oldest from my father but the second from my mother well in this case and this is this is kind of funny it's the first thing that, that pops into my mind that uh one was more of a finesse smart person i think in my mind the other one was and this, I'm not trying to offend anybody out there, but Esau was the outdoor guy. He was the big burly muscle guy. 
And sometimes those aren't the smartest guys. I don't. I, I mean, <laughs> I mean, obviously, as we as we come in, as we come in, this. No offense, Tom. I hear you out there. <laughs> you are one of the smart big guys. But I, I'm just saying, knowing this story the way I know it, it turns out that Esau was more of a slave to his stomach and his hobbies than chasing after the future. He lived for today. Jacob was more of a, uh, I think he was more of a planner, more of a thinker than Esau was. Right. Yeah, well, it actually goes into that. It actually goes into that in just uh, a minute. So, like, uh, so when her days were fulfilled and she gave birth, indeed, there were twins in her womb. Yay! Uh, and then one was like a hairy garment. Uh, <laughs> Esau was apparently came out like a rug. And then it says that... Yeah, the, I, I read that today. That's hilarious. <laughs> I gotta read this. No, I'm serious. Like, it says, uh, verse 25, and the first came out red. He was like a hairy garment. So he was like a wool <laughs> coat, apparently. <laughs> a ginger garment. <laughs> Afterward, his brother came out, and his hand took a hold of Esau's heel. So his name was called Jacob. Jacob was 60, I'm sorry, Isaac was 60 years old when she bore them. So this was like 20 years later after his, after his dad died and he married his wife and, and that, all that stuff. And Okay, so here it is. Here, here's what you were talking about, Wayne. Uh, so the boys grew and Esau was a skillful hunter, a man of the field. But Jacob was a mild man dwelling in tents. And he loved Esau because he liked his game. And Rebecca loved Jacob because apparently he did the dishes well. <laughs> so nothing against <laughs> nothing against mama's boys come on so okay so the, and here's here's kind of the crux of the story the the apex if you will of the story where everything like not the apex something like the fulcrum the, the center of where everything starts here so it says now jacob cooked a stew and this was many years later so jacob cooked a stew and esau came in from the field and he was weary. And Esau said to Jacob, Please feed me with the same red stew, for I am weary. He's very dramatic. So therefore, his name was called Edom. But Jacob said, You know what? I think you should uh, sell me your birthright there this day. And Esau said, Look, I'm about to die. So what is the birthright to me? And Jacob said, Sweat it to me this day. So he swore to him <laughs> and sold his birthright to Jacob. And Jacob gave Esau bread and stew and lentils. So he gave him a bowl of stew, a soup. Okay, so side note. Let's just stop right there before we continue on. We're going to continue on in chapter 27 because that's where the whole story kind of picks up. So what is the significance of this birthright? birthright. Why was it such a big deal? <clears throat> birthright was normally given to the oldest child. The oldest child was actually the caretaker to see after the family of the passing of the oldest male, which was to be normally your father. So then you would actually take up the family, take up the family's name and the property and everything else. And that's how you actually became the landowner during this time period. Right. Well, usually, yeah. usually. I'm pretty sure that when, when it came to the birthright, like, do you remember how Abraham was like the priest of the household? Yep. I'm pretty sure that yes. that's what that meant, too. Yeah. 
because it took over the fatherly duties. So that means seeing the finances, seeing the money, seeing the labors and all that other stuff to actually head the household because you pretty much just are now the head of the household. Kind of like the heir yeah. to the throne, the keeper of the keys. Right. So Esau, I mean, and it seems like this guy kind of surrendered all of this prestige, all of this, this, the right that he, that was given to him by birth for a bowl of soup. Yes. <laughs> With vitamin C in it. Yeah, it you know what's funny about that? I've, I've always thought that this, when reading this and going through this as a little kid, I just don't think Esau really thought about the ramifications of selling that birthright. I, I just think I just think he thought it didn't matter. I'm still going to get it. It's a bowl of soup. It's just my brother. Uh, I'm still going to be that. I don't think he took that part of his life seriously until he knew what he had lost, until he found out what he had lost. I, I find it funny that they even... The whole thing was honored over a bowl, a bowl of soup. You know what I'm saying? It's it just seems kind of ridiculous to me. You're talking about like the whole swear this unto me. Yeah. Well, can you imagine approaching your father and saying, "Hey, so and so just sold me his birthright for a bowl of soup." I mean, as <laughs> as the father, I mean, right now, are you going to honor that? I mean, it just. To me, it's it's always made no sense, no sense at all. I just don't think Esau took it seriously. I think he thought he was going to get it anyways. Just, okay, so, just a thought. No, that's a good that's a good point. So he he basically, you think he didn't take it seriously? Yeah. Well, not knowing. No, the rest I of don't the, think he did. Not knowing the rest of the story up to this point, because we're going to dive into the details. What do you think, Sully? I think the fact that he's the best used car salesman that I've heard of. In history, are you, and, are you talking about Jacob? Yeah, as of right now, like that—that's yes. pretty good. Okay, I gotta—I gotta admit that. Yeah, I mean, I've seen people sign their lives away, but he gave it away for a bowl of soup that gives you vitamin C. But I'm a big hunter, yeah, so I go out in the woods. Um, there's fish, there's berries, there's this, there's that. Like it, it just like. How hungry do you have to be to go, yeah. you know what? Yeah. Eh, the whole whatever, thing is dude. ridiculous. Here you go, bowl of soup. Right. Well, and that's, I guess that's kind of what I'm saying. Like, it was trying to be upheld, but I think at the same time, kind of like what Wayne was saying, I think that Esau, like, really didn't fully, I don't think he, he I don't think he grasped the ramifications. Okay. ramifications of this because it sounds like it does sound like like it's funny that you say use use car salesman i think jacob kind of knew the fine print here yeah y you know what i mean like but now i have another question now that it that like i'm thinking about this the other day somebody got into a conversation with me and i was like recalling everything that was happening uh in the story as of right or in the bible as of right now so so far in every single story that we've actually read and we've gone over. They are outside of a normal city. They have some servants. They're in multiple different tents. And they're away from everybody else. We've seen the destruction of two cities. And different things like that. What is their location? 
because this could actually ki- play a key to uh, me. Their location at this time is Canaan, or this would be w- what we would know today as ancient Palestine or Israel. So this would have been, they would have been, because um, like even, uh, oh, what was it? I think it was Abraham. He said, listen, I dwell in tents because this is not my home. Like he knew this land God was going to give him, like him and his descendants, but he he knew heaven was his home. So like he, that's why he always dwelt in tents and stuff like that. So, but it was, it was all around Israel, basically. Uh, I was just kind of wondering because the fact that, you know, if it's like him and just Jacob and Esau in the tent, or if there's multiple different people, because then it's like, it's your word over mine. You know what I mean? Kind of deal. Right. I mean, we've seen the deceit throughout this family. Right. That's through the whole thing. Yeah. So, I mean, not my sister. I mean, my sister. I mean, what? Right. Right. (laughs) (laughs) It happens a lot. That's hilarious. It seems to be a tradition in this family. Yes. Okay. So let's going off of that. It's going to happen again. Right. You're talking about deceit here. So, okay. So. So in chapter 27, we the story kind of picks up, but it's kind of the end of the story, if you will. Basically, it starts off with, Now it came to pass when Isaac was old and his eyes were so dim that he could not see that he called Esau his older son and said to him, My son. And he said to him, Here I am. He's like Fabio. Then he said, yeah. <laughs> Behold, now I am old. And I do not know the day of my death. Now, therefore, please take your weapons and your quiver and your bow. Go out into the field and hunt some game for me. And make me some savory food that I love. And bring it back to me so that I can eat. And my soul may bless you before I die. Mine says venison. Venison? Mine says savory food. So, oh. yeah, I don't know. I, I Venison probably be better. Okay, so then it it keeps going on. And in verse 5, it says, Rebecca was listening. Just just kind of a recap. Who's Rebecca? Wife. Of? Isaac. Isaac, right. The Rebecca. old guy that we just got done talking yeah. about. Yeah. Yep. So his own wife was listening in on this conversation. Now, mind you. Okay, side note. All it is is like a woolen canvas tent. How hard do you really got to listen? Just, just mm-hmm. let that in. <laughs> So Rebecca spoke to Jacob, and here's where it all started. Rebecca went to Jacob and then concocted this whole plan. Rebecca went to her favorite son, which was Jacob, and said, Okay, listen, your dad is not going to uphold the deal that you made with your brother from years ago about the birthright. Which is exactly what we were talking about. I'm sorry to cut you off, but I, this is what I was talking about. He, I don't think he knew. <laughs> I, I I just don't think he thought his father was going to take it serious. And it sounds to me like we're about to find out. <laughs> right. Right. So she wants, so she has Jacob. Okay, go out, get a, a young goat, uh, a kid, and I'm going to chop this goat up and I'm going to make some savory stew to make it taste kind of like venison. And um, she said, then take the skins because Jacob has a, like he, she basically wants him to take the stew in there and go, oh, hey, I'm Esau. You know, and Jacob said to Rebecca, so this is Jacob, her son, talking to Rebecca, his mother. He says, look, Esau, my brother, is a hairy man, and I am smooth-skinned. Okay, right there, (laughs) he already knows 
that this ain't going to work. Yet. No. Right. Yet his mom goes, oh, no, 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 no. I want you to go get some of your brother's clothes so you smell like him. I want you to go and, you know, after I, you know, make this savory stew, I want you to go bring this stew to him. But I want you to take the skins of the animal, put it on your arm so you feel hairy. And it just she she's, makes this whole elaborate thing. So, like, down in verse 15, it says, Rebecca took the choice clothes of her elder son, which were with her in the house, and put them on Jacob, her younger son, and she put his skin, uh, I'm sorry, the skins of the kid's goat on his hands and on the smooth parts of his neck. Then she gave the savory food and the bread with her that she prepared to Jacob. And then this conversation starts. So he went to his father and said, my father. Okay, so let's let's just stop right there for a second. Let's paint the picture, okay. So Jacob does not want to do this. You can tell. Like he he he's arguing with his mom about this. This isn't going to work. You're right. This ain't going to work. What are you thinking? It's a really big production and and I mean if it goes wrong, it could really go wrong. I mean, <laughs> it, it would be bad for him. Right. This <laughs> this is like an all or nothing deception. I mean, it really is because if yeah. If his father would have caught him before the blessing was fulfilled, which we know later on, just spoiler alert, um, he ends up getting the he ends up getting the blessing. He ends up becoming head of the household, if you will. This is an all or nothing because he could have been like you know disowned by his father or like kicked out or not got any blessing from his father because he was trying to take it all. Yeah. So yeah, I, I don't know. It just it seems like Jacob's like eh, eh, I don't know, ma. And then he jumps in and just does yeah. it. So <laughs> I don't know. I just, I, it seems to me like, okay. So first of all, do you know what the name Jacob means? Surplanter. Deceiver. Yeah. I've heard that before. Yeah. Surplanter as in. Did you say this deceiver? Deceiver or surplanter. That's what it means. Sur, uh, wow. It, yeah. So like when he was born, his name that was given to him was. Very accurate. And we'll find out why in just a second here. Mm. Okay, so verse 18. So he says, and he went on to his father and he said, Father. And he said, meaning Isaac, here I am. Who are you, my son? (laughs) So Jacob said to his father, I am Esau. Okay, let's stop right there. Oh, no. That's lie number one. Yes, I did count them. I am Esau, Mm -hmm. your firstborn. I have done just as you told me. Please arise and sit and eat of my game, that your soul may be blessed, and that you may bless me. But Isaac said to his son, How is it that you have found it so quickly, my son? And he said, Because the (laughs) Lord your God brought it to me. Man, he is just, he is laying it on thick. That's lie too. Uh, no, oh man, he's already he's already up to four. I'm not kidding. Look at this. Okay, so number one, I actually looked. I actually looked this. I'm like, something's wrong with this. So he said, "Okay, who are you? I am Esau. That's one. Uh, I have done just as you told me. That's oh, two. Oh yeah, right. Because he told him to go get him some food. Uh, please arise, sit, and eat of my game. There's number three. Okay, so here's here's number four, and he said. Because the Lord your God brought it to me. Okay, let's continue on. So this is Isaac Number talking. Four. 
Right, that, that's number four. Uh, please come near that I may feel you, my son, whether you are really my son Esau or not. So Jacob went near to... I, I, I'm, I'm just kind of trying to think about what Isaac would be thinking right now. If, if he really thought that this was his son, would he be asking all these questions? I mean, granted, right. what is he, 175 years old? And he's pretty rickety at this point. But I don't think he's thinking this is um, Esau. I think, I think he's thinking this doesn't sound right. Doesn't right. sound right to me. Right. It does say he was blind, though. Now, as far as how, to what extent, it actually doesn't say. It just says he was blind. So, I mean, today people are legally blind when they, you know, can't see three feet in front of them, six feet in front of them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That you can be, be legally blind and not get a license if you. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Like the, everything's fuzzy, like they like you know glasses or surgery can't fix it, and like but you can only see like five or ten feet in front of you, and then it gets fuzzy after that. Oh, so they literally like li- yep. they live their life in fuzziness. So honestly, wow. what this sounds like to me, Little Red Riding Hood. <laughs> what? Think about it. <laughs> what? You you uh, think? Oh, wh- wh- what is this? This. This your teeth and everything else. <laughs> like if you go through it, like it legitimately sounds like Little Red Riding Hood to me. Okay, so let's let's keep going through. It. Let's think of Little Red Riding Hood while we're reading this. Please come. Oh my please gosh! Come. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Wayne caught it. <laughs> uh, I could I couldn't hear what he said, but when you said Little Red Riding Hood, like oh, what big. It you have <laughs> <laughs> exactly it sounds like little red riding hood right okay so all right so verse 22 so jacob went near to isaac his father and felt him and said the voice is jacob's voice but the hands are the hands of esau okay that's lie number two he didn't say or i'm sorry number five he didn't say anything for that one as far as that lie is concerned, because he didn't say anything, but he lied because he deceived him with the fur skins on his hands. Oh. Yeah, see? And what I was also thinking about is the fact that the fur would actually give him bulk. Okay, so we just got done talking about the fifth lie, where Isaac came over to Jacob and felt his arms, and he didn't. he may not have said anything for that lie, but the fact is, is that he did lie because he did have those skins on his arms. He also didn't yes. tell the truth, so technically it's a lie. Right. He didn't tell the truth about it, right? Okay, so, uh, and he did not recognize him because his hands were hairy as his brother's Esau, so he blessed him. So here it is. So he blessed him. Then he said, are you really Esau, my son? And he said, I am. Lie number six. Unbelievable. Yep. Oh, it keeps going. And he said, bring it near to me. Oh, yeah, his food. Okay, sorry. Bring it near to me, and I will eat of my son's game, so that my soul may bless you. So he brought it near to him and ate, and brought, and brought him some wine to drink. And his father Isaac said to him, come near now and kiss me, my son. And he came near and kissed him. And he smelled. Uh, there's, the, there's the seventh lie. Because yep, he was wearing... Yep, number seven, because he was wearing his brother's garments. And then he smelled him, and then he saw that. And then he realized, or obviously, this is my son. So, 
I, I, just, I don't know if there's like super significance in here. If anybody has any comments on this one, listening to this, please chime in. But it's very interesting that there are seven very specific, distinct lies here about his identity. And I find it interesting that the last one is a kiss. There's this huge blessing that he he brings forth and gives to Jacob, thinking it was Esau. So he says, Surely the smell of my son is like the smell of the, of the field, and the Lord bless, therefore may God give you of the dew of heaven, of the fatness of the earth, and the plenty of the grain of the wine. Let people serve you, and nations bow down to you, masters over your brethren, and so that your mother's sons bow down to you. Cursed be everyone who curses you, and blessed be those who bless you. Okay, so part of that blessing, do you guys realize, was the one that God gave to Abraham? Absolutely. Yep. And back then, though, when people did this, when they gave blessings, they were not like, like, later on, basically, here, here's the thing. Okay, so so let, let me, let me, I guess, wrap this part of this up. So now it happened, Isaac finished blessing Jacob, and then... Suddenly, Esau shows up as Jacob is, like, walking out of the tent. Like, literally, he, like, walks out of the tent, walks around the corner, and not even, like, four seconds later, Esau walks in. Like, his dad's not even digesting the food yet. And so Esau walks in. And so, like, I'll start with, with uh, 20, uh, 33 here. Then Isaac trembled exceedingly and said, who? who? Who is the one who hunted the game and brought it to me? I ate of all of it before you came, and I gave a blessing to him, and indeed, he shall be blessed. So here, here's the thing. Like, Isaac just realized he was duped by somebody. And yes. then here's, I guess, here's like a really interesting thing here. Verse 36, then Esau said, it is not rightly named, is he not rightly named Jacob, for he has supplanted, see, there you go, that's his name, supplanted me these two times. He took away from me my birthright, and now he look, and now look, he has taken away my blessing. And he said, have you not reserved a blessing for me, Father? Okay, does it seem to me like they're separating the birthright and the blessing? Or did Jacob take more than Well, hello, everyone. Now that this is all over, I hope you had a great time. Now listen, you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. I'm closing up. And the boys gave me this note to let you know you can get a hold of them on something called Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, Podcast, podcast what are they fishing for whales listen folks just look up biblical chili anywhere i'm sure you'll be able to find them out there and until lord willing we'll see you again may the lord bless you goodbye do you think they're still listening i doubt it there can't be that many people that listened all the way to the end of the track most of them probably skip it. But in case you did, congratulations, you're one of the few. We love you. <laughs>